is Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. And the election from last month has now been certified. And that means that we can put it to rest. The Illinois State Board of Elections certifying the results yesterday at their meeting. They had until the 9th to do so. But the midterm general election results now certified. Uh, and one thing that's with that is the amendment to the Illinois Constitution that uh, codifies collective bargaining rights and it prohibits local and state regulations on what can be collectively bargained. So the State Board of Elections Monday approving the official canvas of votes statewide and it showed that 4.1 million people cast ballots with a voter turnout of just over 51 percent. That's the fourth lowest midterm turnout in the past 40 years. So midterm elections are different than presidential elections. There's always a much more healthy turnout for presidential elections uh, because people are really interested in uh, who's going to be running the country. Uh, So when you have midterm elections, there's not as much turnout, uh, but you still had 51% of registered voters turn out. Now, the proposed labor amendment to the Illinois Constitution, uh, that passed. Final numbers show 40, uh, rather 58.7% of those voting on the question approved. That fell short of the 60% needed in that particular path towards approval. But the question ultimately did pass, getting 53.4% of all votes cast in the election. So that's another way that uh, uh, constitutional amendments can be ultimately verified uh, by, uh, by having the, uh, uh, the, the, the uh, turnout be 50% plus one of all the votes cast in the election. Now, um, we'll talk a little bit about the, uh, the amendment and um, the, the sponsor in the state Senate. I was able to talk with him when they were at the state house, kind of getting his thoughts on the passage of that measure. Uh, but one thing I definitely wanted to, to cover first off is just the overall numbers uh, and some of the other statistics that there were. Again, 51% voter turnout. You've got other statistics showing about uh, 39% of the ballots cast were cast before Election Day. So, again, 39% voted early, about 18% by mail, and 21% early in person. And uh, while we have the, uh, the, the statewide elections, you had a governor, lieutenant governor, uh, treasurer, comptroller, and so on. Uh, even U.S. Senate, Democrats swept all of those statewide offices. Uh, U.S. Senator Tammy Duckworth got nearly 2.3 million votes, winning that race 56.8%. Governor J.B. Pritzker won re-election with 2.2 million votes, or 54.9% of the election. Um, Attorney General Kwame Raoul got 2.2 million votes, winning a three-way race, Uh, with 54.3% of the vote. Now, in the open Secretary of State seat, Alexi Janoulias garnered 2.2 million votes with 54% of the vote. Treasurer Michael Frerichs, he won re-election with 2.2 million votes, or about 54.2% of the vote. Comptroller Susana Mendoza, she was the largest vote-getter of statewide office holders, winning re-election with more than 2.3 million votes or 57.8% of the vote. Uh, so that's a little bit of an overview of uh, you know some of the statewide races. Again, Democrats swept 
all of those. Some Republicans looking at uh, where they fell short uh, and uh, where they fell short in uh, the statewide races. But also you have uh, the outcomes being certified for various state house races, state senate races, congressional seats, and so on. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of analysis of those numbers, and uh, Republicans surely are uh, uh, trying to analyze what exactly happened and what their pitfalls were. But let's talk about um, the the Amendment 1 uh, and uh, what Amendment 1 is all about. So uh, the language of the question that was asked of voters, it adds a new section to the Illinois Bill of Rights to guarantee workers the fundamental right to organize and to bargain collectively, to negotiate wages, hours, and working conditions, and to promote their economic welfare and safety at work. Now, sponsor of that question, State Senator Rom Villavallum, uh, he's a Democrat out of Chicago. I talked with him briefly out at the Illinois State House when they were in town. Uh, here's some of what he had to say. Um, proud that he was uh, part of uh, of this particular measure passing uh, the the Illinois General Assembly, but then being asked to voters. Well, I'm I'm incredibly proud that Amendment One has passed. I think it sends a message that. Um, in this state, we believe in the ability for workers to uh, collectively bargain and organize. I think it also turns a page in our state's history uh, from seven years ago to now. Um, you know, I think we can uh, finally uh, have an opportunity to, to uh, turn the page and move forward and uh, acknowledge that we believe uh, in workers' rights. We believe uh, in their ability to, to collectively uh, you know, bargain over their wages, their working conditions, their benefits. Again, uh, Rom Villavallum, a uh, Democrat from Chicago, talking about uh, the importance of this uh, amendment passing. Uh, I also asked him about, uh, you know, what's going to happen uh, with, with local communities, because we did hear from the Illinois Policy Institute staff attorney, Miley Smith, about how this is going to cause some problems with local governments and how they negotiate uh, contracts with labor unions. In particular, she said, uh, you know, this is something that's going to uh, ultimately lead to uh, police possibly going against state law like the Safety Act on things like, say, anonymous reports against police or, say, the requirements for body cameras. And uh, uh, Senator Villavallum uh, talked about the uh, the issues. Uh, they're just going to have to be dealt with. And uh, moving forward, uh, he believes that the question of uh, controlling uh, certain aspects of labor agreements uh, is very much something that is off limits now. Here's uh, Senator Villavallum. I, I actually view Amendment 1 as, again, the uh, ability for us to turn the page. As, as I noted earlier, 15 year, uh, in 2015 and um, through the last uh, seven years, we've had robust discussions about uh, right-to-work zones and, and uh, banning right-to-work. I think those issues are now put to bed um, with the voters having spoken. Uh, we are now able to move forward clearly and consistently and say we believe in, in workers' rights to organize and collectively bargain. So, Senator Vili Vallum, uh, really kind of dismissing the question of how local communities are supposed to deal well, with, first, this, you know, with some of those questions uh, and, and how, they, uh, how they advance uh, you know, the taxpayers' interests uh, in this. Uh, because that's something else that uh, ultimately was raised by opposition uh, of Amendment 1 was they say this is going to increase labor costs uh, for local units of government, and that 
is going to increase uh, the taxpayer cost. Uh, ultimately, though, uh, Vili Vallum uh, happy and satisfied with uh, with how this came together. But he talked about uh, watching it on election night, and a lot of us were watching the totals on election night. It was uh, not really clear uh, if indeed there was going to be uh, a, uh, a victory for Amendment 1 or if it was going to fall short of that 60% threshold because it was over 60% early and then it dropped down to uh, less than 60%. And then we had to wait a few weeks to actually have some uh, analysis done of the ballots that were cast and whether or not it got over that 50% plus one threshold of all votes cast in the election, not just those cast on that particular question. Uh, and we got that certification last night but Billy Vallum talking about um well uh how it was a bit of uh you know a, a, a rough night watching those numbers come in and not necessarily being uh you know clear election night whether the amendment passed well I first you know we we knew that uh there was an overwhelming number of, of voters that supported it since you know election day uh and it was just a question of the margin and the final numbers um, I'll just say that it's, it was an honor. It's been an incredible honor. I'm so proud to have been the sponsor, but by no means am I, you know, the person responsible for this. There are thousands, millions of workers in this state that stood uh, together, that organized, that knocked on doors, made phone calls to ensure that people uh, were educated about uh, what this would mean uh, for their livelihoods and, and many other livelihoods uh, of the working families across our state. Now, uh, is he eyeing any other amendments to the Illinois Constitution? Uh, because we do have uh, amendments that have happened, uh, you know, it seems like every six, seven years or so, we might have an amendment get on the question, on the ballot. Uh, it might be approved. I mean, we had one a couple of years ago about uh, changing Illinois' flat income tax to a graduated or a progressive income tax where you got taxed more based on how much money you made. That amendment failed. But before that, years before, uh, the amendment that created uh, created the transportation lockbox where any funds and taxes for transportation were meant for transportation and couldn't be swept. That passed. Uh, so an interesting history that Illinois has with amendments. Any uh, that uh, Ram Villavallum is uh, eyeing to uh, try to attempt to get in front of voters? I think we, you know, first have to digest this one and, you know, we continue to do the work of the people and uh, balance our budget and, and continue to advocate for workers' rights. So, uh, no, he's just making sure that this one is is implemented. Uh, it is Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY. Springfield's News and Talk. And coming back, we'll uh, talk about something that happens, uh, I think, too often here in the state of Illinois, and that's lawmakers retiring at the end of their term after an election. So uh, another one is announced their retirement. Stay tuned. We'll get to that. All right. Back with Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on WMAY. You can chime in live and local at 217-629-7970. You can also find me on social media. Just search Bishop on air and we can connect that way. We were talking about the election outcomes and one lawmaker uh, was running uncontested and won his election. State Senator Jason Berkman, a Republican from Bloomington. And after the certification of the vote yesterday, he announced that he is retiring at the end of his term. And uh, he's making the announcement, he says, uh, to make sure that local Republicans have plenty of time to find a replacement to take his seat 
in the new General Assembly. Uh, he said in a statement that he looks time to spending uh, more time with his family and avoiding phone calls that pull him away. Uh, he's got a whole bunch of uh, things going on, and he wants to focus on his family. Um, and uh, it raises the question, though, you know, uh, Barrickman, having watched him for the years I've been covering the state house, very much is what uh, leader uh, Dan McConkie said, a statesman. Uh, he, he was always at the central part of debates on key issues, uh, raising certain questions, being respectful and all of that. But th- this process... And we even had it here locally with uh, State Representative Tim Butler of lawmakers winning election, but then announcing they're retiring before the end of their term, leaving for the local party to pick the replacement instead of the voters having their will done. And we see this time and again. I don't know how you curb this. Uh, if you if you maybe have a, a strict law about triggering special elections anytime there's uh, a, a, a retirement, but uh, we see this time and again, election cycle after election cycle of lawmakers uh, deciding that they're not going to finish out their term or they're not going to take on the term that they just got elected to. Uh, I don't know how to change that, but uh, obvious that uh, it, it, it can be a detriment to voters. Uh, no question about it. All right. It is Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on